0: What is up guys and welcome to the Meeple Minded Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things tabletop gaming. My name is Jason. And I'm James. How are you doing this week, James? Not too bad, Jason. How are you? I'm, yeah.
1: You're yeah. knackered. I okay. can tell that just by looking at you. <laughs> I probably sound terrible as well. <laughs> you perked up. It's amazing how much you perked up the minute that music started. <laughs> it's a big motivator
0: though, to be fair.
1: I do I do enjoy listening to that music. It's quite
0: sad, really. <laughs> But uh, yes, I am incredibly drained, incredibly tired. The full-time job is, I mean, to say killing me wouldn't be too far from the truth. It's the time of year that I get stationed at the Wimbledon Tennis Championships. For the most part, I'm on my own. Days are somewhere between 13 and 15 hours long. I've literally just done a 15-hour long day. I got home about an hour ago and, uh, yeah, had very little preparation For this episode. And for that, I apologize.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How are things for you, James? Because you've been at work today as well. Indeed. I'm not too bad, Jason. Today was relatively easy, which probably means tomorrow is going to be hell, because that's how it usually works. <laughs> oh, the law of averages. I mean, yep. that I, I, I can safely say that that is the case, because that's exactly what it was for
0: me. Yesterday, nice and easy. Today, hell on earth. Yep. Or more importantly, hell in Wimbledon.
1: So, yeah. Is there any other kind of Wimbledon? <laughs> this is true. This is true.
0: Isn't this the one time a year Wimbledon's supposed to be really nice and upmarket market, and, and all that kind of stuff?
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they sent you there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, go figure. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, I was pretty tired yesterday. As well, but that was our game night. As most people who know me will know that I don't miss a game night easily. No and I managed to drag myself down there. I'm not really sure what state I was in because I don't remember much of the night. <laughs> All I remember is we actually played a game of what we're going to be talking about today, which is Jamaica. Now, unlike our usual rule of playing this game multiple times, you have only played this game once, haven't you? I have. And I won. Have. You did win. We were going to glaze over that, but uh, I'll give you that, James. You did indeed win, and you won by a substantial margin, I, I, I to be will fair. bask in my victory. Thank you very much. <laughs> Much. I'm pretty sure it's because you had a really good teacher. And I can say that knowing that full well that it wasn't me. <laughs> so <laughs> but yes, we are straying from my rule a little bit because this game is quite simple. I have played this multiple times, so I can safely say, yeah, you, in that game, you saw everything that that game has to offer. So how did you find it to start with? Like, obviously, we'll, we'll go into our usual foray of the
1: episode in a minute. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a very simple game, which I quite liked because, like you, I was very tired. So I was mm. like, it's not taxing. It's very easy to understand that we could just play it in the state we were in. It, <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, um, and it was good fun. Yes, I think that's that's the
0: way the way of putting it. But yes, we are indeed talking about Jamaica. Shall we just dive straight into this? Because this really needs to be a fairly short episode today. I think. Let's do it. Awesome. Clearly wasn't tired enough to forget which button to press, James. Indeed. I got it right. Go me! So, what is Jamaica? Well, Jamaica is a lightweight, fun pirate-themed tactical racing game for two to six players, aged eight and up, which was released by, if memory serves correctly, GameWorks back in two thousand and seven, and it has a playtime of thirty to sixty. Minutes. In Jamaica, players are in a race to the finish line whilst taking a few spare minutes to pick up some plunder and rum supplies en route. The winner of the game is not the winner of the race, but is in fact the player with the most booty. 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 We do love a bit of booty. Indeed. That's a rough idea of what the game entails and and what the objective of the game is, James. But what comes in the box when you buy it? Now, before you read it out, I will point out the game we played was an original printing. Mm -hmm. and the component list that you're about to read out because we're having to do this online because I don't physically own a copy of this game this is of the
1: newest printing Okay. so when you buy it this is exactly what you will get Okay. In the box, Jason, you have one game board, six pirate ships, 66 action cards, 12 treasure cards, six ship holds, one first player compass, two action dice, one fight dice, 179 tokens of various types, and a rule book. Very, very nice indeed. So yes, it was really difficult to
0: find a, co- a component <laughs> list online, so uh, I'm really glad I managed to find one in the end. But that's not too much in that no. that, that game. Uh, box there, is there? What would you say the component quality is like from what you saw
1: last night? Yeah, the game board's fairly standard um the little ship tokens are standard plastic a little little cheap looking i don't, don't know what the rrp is on this game i can't remember what the
0: rrp is however i had a quick look before we went live and you can currently pick this game
1: up for 25 pounds okay it's so acceptable for 25 pounds know, standard little plastic to- uh, models of pirate ships uh the tokens were punch board um the dice were quite They were wooden mm. dice uh from what i remember yeah yes. they were yeah
0: um i mean yeah Echo everything you have just said. What I do like about the game, especially, is the art styling. Yeah, I the do like the art styling on this game is really, really good. The board itself is nice, bright, and colourful. Obviously, it is a map of Jamaica uh, with a little bit of, the, you know, obviously, the sea around it for the racetrack. But, yeah, that art styling on this game, James. Oh, mm. so good. And... I mean, I'm hoping it's something they've carried over into the newer version of this. But I love the fact that if you lay all of your character cards down, it creates one long piece of art. Mm. That's a really nice touch. You've got to
1: admit that. Yeah, I did like that.
0: What what did you think about the... Because obviously every player is a different pirate. So obviously you had an individual character name and, and, and artwork. What did you think of those? Yeah, I liked
1: that little little touch, just that yeah, you are you're not just nameless pirates on a particularly yeah. different coloured plastic ship. No, it's like you've got a, a name and a <laughs> face to go with your pirate. Indeed. Now, being a pirate game, let's be
0: honest, we were we were doing quotes and and pirate uh, impersonations all over the shop. Yeah. Would you say that, that that's the kind of thing that actually brings the element of fun to
1: this game, or is it just yeah, lovely... when you can relate to the theme, I think that really does help with gameplay. Because, yeah. like I said, it's, it is a very simple game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that being able to relate to the theme i think really helps yeah with a game like that because yes pirates of the caribbean quotes left right and center <laughs> i mean that was the first thing was uh, i want to be the black ship
0: i have to be the black pearl yep now i just need to you know make some custom cards so it's captain jack sparrow replace one of the others with like davy jones and <laughs> but yeah it it's a pretty cool thing and i think that is something that is something i wanted to highlight about the game is the th- it oozes theme.
1: It does. I have a niggle, though. Oh, he
0: has a niggle already. But we we
1: ha- I have a niggle, but we'll get to that when we discuss the tokens.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about the tokens,
1: then, just... gentlemen. <laughs> well, and the gameplay in general. Cause it's...
0: Well, we'll start talking about the tokens, and then we'll segue. Yep will just so, seamlessly transition into yeah. gameplay.
1: So the ge- part part of the gameplay is your ship has holds mm-hmm. yep. and you have different resources you can collect and it's my nigga was reinforced by your description of the reading actually because <laughs> the resources you can collect are food, yep, gunpowder and treasure or booty. Yes. There's a distinct lack of rum. In that list.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it is a bit of a shame, isn't it? But I mean, we could sort of lump it in with the food and drink, but maybe, I think, being that this is a pirate-themed yes. game, that should have been a dedicated yes. token. Rum. And, uh, who you know, the idea of the game, as I said, whoever has the most booty at the end wins. I think if you installed, like, rum into this, there'd be like a, but if you've got the most rum, then you can immediately have a final battle, and whoever wins the battle... Mm wins the day and that's a lovely little transition there Mm. to talk about the battling in this game because there is indeed player interaction through battling Yes, gunfire. Love it. What did you think
1: about that and how it works? More. Yeah, it's it's a simple roll off, isn't it? You know, you've got a dice that's I think it's two to six and uh, an explosion. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, I guess you've you've kind of got like a very simplified version of the same sort of battling mechanics you find in something like Scythe, where it's like this is what you know. I've got these tokens which are going to boost yeah my my power that's your gunpowder tokens he's like okay yeah before i roll the dice i want to spend one two three so I'm immediately going to do three. Then I roll the dice. Oh, I rolled a two. But that's not too bad because that's five overall. Yeah. That's me as the attacker. Now it's your chance as the defender to try and defend yourself against me. And you just have to better me. Yeah. Essentially. And but if you... I made that strategic decision because I can see your board and you didn't have any
1: gunpowder, James. Mm. So was that a wise decision for me? I mean, it paid off in the first turn when you did it to me. <laughs> you stabbed me in the back off the starting line. <laughs> Would you expect nothing less? Indeed, but it bit you later on, didn't it? It did indeed, yes. Yes, very much so. And we should probably talk about the actual movement mechanics and what those tokens, the other tokens do, Jason.
0: We should. I mean, how how do you get into a battle? Mm. So
1: yes, that's not going to happen. Oh, I suppose it would happen
0: if we were all just stood still next to each other. But there is obviously movement and, and stuff in here. So let, let's talk about the the actual core mechanics of this game because it is a racing game on a player's turn for example for me i would roll two dice i get a four and a five it is then my choice as to which one of those dice represents the morning and which one of those dice represents the evening once i have made that decision every player must then choose a card to play which will have both a morning and an evening action on it when everyone has decided in player order it is revealed what they do i have played a card that has move forward and gain food in that order so i would move forward five because that's where i placed the dice so i've moved forward five places then i perform the evening action i've gained food to a level of four so i've gained four food and i have to place that into a hold on my ship without separating them the other actions that you could do or that are part of cards is move backwards gain Gunpowder, Gain booty. I mean, that's it. That's all the cards actually do.
1: That's all the cards do, and you have to play them in the order you think is going to benefit you the Mm. most based on that dice roll. Oh, yes, indeed. Um, And yes, combat is simple. It's initiated the minute you move into a square that already has a pirate ship on it. Oh, yes, as true pirates would. Yep. And what's the purpose of the food? Obviously, the booty, you have to have a stockpile for the end. Mm. What is the primary purpose of the booty and the food? Taxed jason even pirates have to pay it
0: (laughs) it's all about that tax yes certain places on the the race track shall we say have a cost around them some of it is food to land on this space is going to cost you let's say three food okay cool that comes out of my my hold i have now paid that I can now move on to my evening action. There are other spaces where if you land on them, you're deemed as going into port. So therefore you're paying port fees. Yep. Port taxes. Port fees. It's not very piratey, is it? <laughs> paying tax. The, the worst thing is it doesn't give you that sort of Jack Sparrow-esque
1: thing of when he, pay, he paid the port fees. And then immediately, and then immediately s- stole it back. <laughs> And yes, I think it's also important to note that, say, in your example where you moved in the morning and gained food in the afternoon, in the evening, if you move into that, if that movement pushes you into a space that requires a food payment, you have to pay that before gaining correct the food in the evening. And if you can't pay, you move back to the next free space which could be halfway around the board is correct so yes if
0: you cannot pay you must pay as much as you possibly can and then you are pushed back until you land in a space where you can pay or is free Mm. and there's not many places on the board that are free that are free um there has been more than one occasion where i can remember doing an exceptionally great move and then realizing that i had completely misjudged my uh my food and ended up going back just as far as i'd uh i'd just come yeah so it was a bit of a wasted action really because yes. i ended up losing all <laughs> my food and i was further back than where i started so it was kind of yeah Never never good. Would you say the, the game is, is too punishing in that regard?
1: No because it makes you think about really which card you want to put down because yes someone might roll that six and it's perfect for a move and go yes I can steam ahead but if I steam ahead six spaces I can't pay the tax and I'm going to end up being knocked back four mm, yeah and i'm gonna lose my resources so do i want to use that card now yeah you sort of immediately think oh you see a, especially if
0: you see a six mm. or a five on the table you immediately think oh i want to use that for movement doesn't always benefit you all that much sometimes you actually want to sit there and go actually i'll build
1: resources it's better that.
0: to build resources now
1: but at the same time, if I build resources, what's everyone else going to do? Because Indeed. I noticed the player after me is, f- say, say, the movement is a five, is five spaces behind me. So if I gain all these resources, he's going to roll up and open fire on me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's
0: a lot of player interaction in the sense of got to see what's going on. And I mean, we played in a three player game last night, James. Mm. The one thing that you haven't had experience at yet, but you immediately said straight after the game you could see what what would happen is that the full six player count there's douchebaggery and skullduggery galore in this game lots of fighting lots of stealing other people's stuff there's obviously the mechanic in the game where there are treasure chests dotted about the board and the first player to get to them gets to take a treasure from I I really like
1: this mechanic because they're not always good
0: oh no no I, I mean just imagine james it's all these finding a treasure chest and thinking oh i've got all the money opening up just to find a really really angry crab inside yeah you know i suppose it's a curse in in this game isn't it but yeah you get to reveal your sort of your treasure some of them are immediate effects that can actually benefit your ship at which point you would reveal them i think you got one which i was... did it
1: was a, a, a automatic plus two to the combat dice yes <laughs> and that saved you quite a quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> because you forgot it was there didn't I, you jason I did, I did indeed
0: forget and it you was there. attacked me didn't you jason? Uh, i did indeed how yes. well did it go for it, you it, jason? It, didn't, it didn't go very well <laughs> at all that was the end of my game pretty much because <laughs> i lost everything couldn't afford the uh <laughs> the tax because of that on on the space and ended up going back about halfway around the ball <laughs> what did we learn <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> but yeah, obviously the other bits of treasure you can get is is booty. Yep. Um, um there's a there's a couple of minus booty yeah, the things cu- in the, there. They're the curse cards. Um extra holds. Extra holds, yeah. There's a couple of abilities that have an extra card in your hand, as well as a few other things. But the thing is, those aren't
1: safe even once you've got them. No, because if you lose a combat, it's a the player who wins can either choose to raid your holds and nick one of your resources Mm -hmm. or they can nick your treasure chests. Oh, yes. But they're not always revealed. So they can be... uh... Exactly. And it's completely random unless choosing
0: one that's... uh... Yeah, uh, already revealed so say for example I've got three treasure chests I know that I've got two good ones and one really bad one Yeah, I get to hold it out to you face down and you have to pick which one it is the reaction when you pick out that bad one James is it worth it <laughs>
1: oh no idea. Oh. that 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 was dave to me wasn't it when i raided him and he was like do you want my treasure it's like you wouldn't be offering that unless you had cursed <laughs> treasure in there mate so no
0: yeah you cottoned onto that one pretty quickly unfortunately so every time you uh did win a battle you never ever seemed to steal other people's treasure which was actually a new experience for me because every time i played this game with other people it's like no i'm nicking your treasure oh no i shouldn't have done that
1: Yeah, no, it was... Well, at that point, I had the plus five endgame scoring and the plus two to combat resolutions. I'm fine for treasure. yeah, And and an extra hold on on top of that. Yeah,
0: and you were in front of all of us as well. So (laughs) you were doing pretty good. I think that game was... Me and Dave fighting for second place, which, I mean, with me, I don't think I've ever got out of minus figures. So uh, (laughs) I'm I'm quite an easy person to play at this game because I really do enjoy it.
1: Oh, yeah. My excuse is that they were manically sailing around the island looking for rum.
0: Yes, exactly. I I would also say that due to how badly I did, I think my entire crew was already intoxicated with rum. So uh, that's why we didn't do well. Not that I'm coming up with excuses or anything like that, but you clearly cheated. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, you just
1: had a really good teacher. Um, and is that where you were? You standing on the deck of your ship? Yeah. Is that how you're all feeling then? That old Jason's not looking after your best interests. <laughs> so, anything else about
0: the gameplay, James, that you would like to talk about or highlight as something that you either did or didn't like?
1: I think the last thing to cover, isn't it, is the end game scoring. So, it's obviously, mm-hmm. you have to spend the booty on port fees if you land on a port. Mm-hmm. Yeah, port space but they also form part of your end-game scoring because for every coin you have in your holds, that's plus one point at the end of the game. Indeed, yeah. So yeah. it always pays to have a... Nah, pays... Yeah. To have a stockpile of them, and you get points depending on if you finish in a certain. It's, it's point. essentially
0: the last quarter, isn't it? Every yeah. every section yeah, is, is end, an extra the, point. The
1: end game is triggered by the first person to get back to Port Royal. Yep, and then every other player gets one more turn to try and get as far as possible. As basically. possible, so there is. I think Port Royal is fifteen, 15 points, points, and then it counts down each space to minus five. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, it gets to one, and then immediately jumps to minus five because minus yeah. five is for the rest of the board. Yeah, my-
1: Uh, to the rest of the board so there's some of your points amount of coins you have in your hold adds to that and Mm. then if you have one of those plus five treasures that adds to it person with the highest score wins
0: yeah and uh yeah you managed to win the race by getting all the way to the end yep uh we didn't get into the scoring section at all (coughs) uh luckily dave had a few uh points up his sleeve in his uh in his treasure chests which put him into positive scores just yep And uh, I had nothing but negative scores. And yeah, I I did well.
1: I got to the end, which was 15 points. I had a plus five treasure chest, which was 20 points. And I had six coins in my hold. Yeah, you did well. Plus 26.
0: (laughs) You did well for your first game. But yes. Uh, Shall we move on to our final thoughts, James? Indeed. Seeing as though you won the game last night, James, you have won the ability to go first in the final thoughts. Not that I don't always make you go first
1: yeah i would agree with the eight plus i'm not so sure i would agree with the 30 to 60 minute play time especially at full play account because if you're playing this with with a gaming group add on all the time you're going to be making for bad puns and uh (laughs) laughing yeah the game will take a lot like i don't think we did it in 30 to 60 minutes i think we were probably closer to the hour and 15 hour and a
0: half we were probably i think we were close to the hour and 15 but obviously you were also newbie and we were it's been a while since both me and dave have played it so we were refreshing Mm. our memory on those rules as well so you know add on 15 minutes straight away for the thing i would have said with the three-player game we should have been closer to Mm. the half an hour mark. And I would say games that I've played previously, it does fit in that category once people know what they're doing. But like you said, if you're having fun and you're doing all the god-awful puns and, you know, there's not not much analysis paralysis in the game, but occasionally there's a couple of decisions that you don't really want to make. Yeah. But you're forced to make. um, They can take a little bit longer. The long story of it is, yeah, you might end up going back on this one but then you're going to be drawing another card. So next round, you might be able to really blitz forward. Yeah. I think the game is very, very quick. Uh, Even at the six-player count, it's fairly quick because, you know, it's Roll of the Dice everyone chooses, everyone plays, all of that kind of stuff. Obviously, it would be a lot quicker if you could do all the movements and stuff simultaneously, but then it would defy the point yeah. of tactically playing so that you get to attack someone before they get to move. Yeah, Not really possible on, on those grounds, but yeah.
1: So I would say my final thoughts on the game are it's a fun, easy-to-learn game. Totally agree with the eight plus mm-hmm. um i think it's a good game for the younger ones yeah um, i think they'd really enjoy it as well as the adults and mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's just a, a fun all-round game nice
0: would you say it's more aimed at families than than adults
1: i would say that's probably the intention but adult gaming groups will love it.
0: Yeah, I think I think I would agree with that. I, the game is, in my eyes, definitely geared towards the family market, especially with the negation of rum being involved. That might lean you a bit more towards the family-friendly side of things. But yeah, I would agree with the, with the age rating. I would agree with the time it takes to play, especially if you're not all learning the game. It's a really easy game to teach, like even with refreshing my memory of the rules, it 15 minutes. That's all it was. Very easy game to play. It's not a long drawn out game. It's not going to be the main game of the evening. Never going to be that for me. I'm happy enough not owning this game. However, if anyone wants to play it and it's coming to the table it is a game that I think I would happily sit down and play almost every single time. Once a month if Hmm. it came out onto the table, more than happy to sit down and play it. For me the game is is very very worthy of a 7.5 out of 10. I found very little wrong with the game the components were good the gameplay was good it wasn't really heavy enough for my liking hmm to gain that higher Meeple rating, but a very, very worthy 7.5.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with a 7, Jason, a solid 7. Like you said, it's a, it's a little below my weighting for games that I would normally go for. But yeah, as a warm-up game, every time, yeah, I'd be up for it.
0: I think this is another one, again, If you, especially if you've got five brand new players, this is a game I think I could actually break out as a large-scale gateway game Mm. jamaica there you go it's not a super in-depth analysis this evening because we are well me especially i'm incredibly tired uh but we hope that we haven't rambled on too much (laughs) uh, in this episode but yeah it was all a bit of fun and games for this one james thank you guys for joining us once again for another game highlight episode again i can only profusely apologize for my tiredness and drainedness and whatever else i can come up with to say how tired i really am to give you a rough idea the time is currently 8 p.m in the uk as soon as we finish recording this in about three minutes time i'm gonna kick james out the house and go to bed (laughs) Yep. As a 34-year-old man, I'm going to bed at 8 p.m. in the evening. Even my son stays up later than that most nights. (laughs) But anyway, how did you find the game, James? Was it it a good one? Is it something you would want to play again? Well, I won,
1: so I automatically like it. (laughs) We did have that discussion a little while ago.
0: Games are amazing. All the time, I'm winning, which is why I like so many games. I need you to step up your game, James, because if you start beating me more, my game collection starts to disappear. (laughs) Although I have been selling games recently, James. You
1: have, I know. Yeah. How empty does this Calax look? It does. Did it hurt? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it did. Were you like handing the boxes over? Like there, there, there might have been a few
0: little tear, you know, tears drip, you know, yes, just going down it. the
1: face. Jason, Jason, you have to let go of the box.
0: <laughs> but I've got the money and and
1: the <laughs> no, that's not how selling works.
0: <laughs> I mean, the money didn't stay in my pocket for all that long though,
1: did it? No, you bought two new games. I bought
0: two new games. So... Uh, to be
1: honest, two games that I'm very much looking forward to getting to the table.
0: Yes, indeed. I mean, you one of them was Dice Forge, yeah, another are... old uh, older game, but we've we've both played this is really really good game. It'd be great to play it again and actually cuz I mean, this was well before we even ever thought about doing this. So it'd be good to play it and look at it through our new reviewer. Hmm highlighter eyes and uh really take the game apart, which is ironic really, because you in the game you take dice apart. Yeah. So <laughs> look forward to that one. The other one was uh well, quite frankly, thanks to Wayne at Board Stupid first introducing me to it and making me like it, it's now costing me even more money. I bought into
1: Ankh Gods of Egypt. Yes. Now I saw I, I saw you play that game. Mm. Uh, was it the first time you've played it?
0: It's the first and only time
1: I yep. played it, and I won. Yep.
0: Sorry, Nick. <laughs> Stealing <laughs> it right dis- at the last turn. Still upset
1: about that. <laughs> Um Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of gutted because I was offered a place in that game, and you were. was just too tired for yeah. that uh, yeah. uh, on the night for that level of game. Mm. But I did see it as you were playing and go. Okay, this is definitely, it's been on my radar for a mm. while and yeah. watching it be played, now I want to play it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And and that will be one we'll get to the table very, very soon. Um, I'm already motivated. Like Today, while I was at work, I was thinking about the miniatures and, oh, I really want to paint these. I really want to paint these. If I'd been at home, I probably would have batch painted loads of it. <laughs> Obviously, wasn't able to happen and can't happen this weekend either, which is really gutting because the motivation is there. I finished painting Project Elite and now I want to paint some more. Anyone think it's cool mini or not, actually? Yeah, (laughs) cool mini or not games. I'm on a bit of a high for them at the moment. Indeed. Probably all the miniatures. It might be something to do with the miniatures, but yeah. Anyway, that's it. Three minutes are up. James, it's time for you to get there. Hell out of my house.
1: Indeed. let's, (laughs) Let's wrap this up.
0: We will indeed. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. My name has been Jason. And I've been James. You've been listening to the Meeple Minded Podcast. Join us next week for more tabletop gaming goodness. Ta-ta. Goodbye.